Welcome to Talk That Shit Podcast, where culture intersects with sports, politics, entertainment, and lifestyle. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Talk That Shit Podcast. It's your boy Freeze with my homegirl Dandridge. How you doing, Dandridge? I'm great. How are you? Uh, I cannot complain. I am feeling fantastic. I got my other boy in the house. G, what's good, homie? I need you to start asking me first how I feel because that just brings me down with how, Ooh. how excited, Ooh. how excited she is every time. I am marvelous. Life is great. Just ask me first. That? No. That, that was like a Mario and Dreaded second, right? Right, Dreaded second, right there. Just <laughs> straight with the bullshit. Come on, come on. Let's just. Come I mean, on. I figured I might as well start off with the drive-by shit. Clearly, my God, oh, just man. just tell me you like me. Stop pushing pencils off my shoulder. Whoa! <laughs> no, I ain't gonna hit you. I'm not gonna push a pencil. I'm just gonna straight sock you. You know oh, how to remember, remember the little boys that didn't know no better. They just actually, they actually just like punch a girl. You be like, oh no, what's wrong? You oh. <laughs> I never understood. Uh, well, a, lot concept, of, but, hey. a lot of women around here getting punched nowadays, proverbially. Oh man, yes. Oh man. Yeah, you heard about that uh that uh what is it, the Supreme Court draft opinion, Andrews? Yeah, so ever since Trump got elected in office, um, and, and I've said this to so many people everybody was so focused on Trump and they really weren't, he's like, a, he, it was the magician. You weren't looking at what was happening behind the, behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. And what's been happening behind the curtain for the last, since 2016, is he's been placing judges, whether they're federal judges, Supreme Court judges, and all these different jurisdictions to begin to overturn things that we thought were settled law, Voting Rights Act, um, affirmative action, and now the hot topic is Roe versus Wade, which gives women a constitutional right to have an abortion if they so choose. And so over the last four or five years, you've seen states, particularly red states, establish these very draconian laws about abortion with the goal of getting them challenged so that they can go to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court can then rule on it. And this particular case that came out is in out of Mississippi. And in Mississippi, they're basically saying that I believe it's after, I mean, it's a very short window of time that a woman is pregnant and she is not going to be eligible to have an abortion. Mm-hmm. And I that case is something like that. I think it's similar said, to what is it? Is I believe. I think it's similar to the law in Texas. The law in Texas is six weeks. Yeah. Yeah, Mike, I think it's the yeah. heartbeat bill. So uh, allegedly. Yeah. Um, fetuses are in whatever at that stage are supposed to have heartbeats by six weeks. And Mm -hmm. by that time, the the Republican controlled legislature in Mississippi said, women cannot get an abortion here. That's considered murder. This case now turns up at the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court hears arguments about the case back in January, I believe. And now you have this leaked opinion because that is not uncommon. Um, there's nine justices on the Supreme Court. One of them is determined, you know, they write the, the majority opinion and they do it on behalf of the, you know, the court that other people that agree with them. Mm-hmm. 
And so what gets leaked last week or yeah, late last week or early this week is this majority opinion that is going to essentially, if it becomes what we think it is, it's going to essentially overturn Roe versus Wade and say, no, women don't have a constitutional right to an abortion. And this happened solely because Trump was allowed to put three conservative justices on the Supreme Court during his tenure as president. And people just weren't paying attention to that. So what does that mean? Um, That's a lot of the question that happens. So what does this mean? If it overturns, what does it mean? Well, what it means is it depends on, it'll be up to your state to decide whether or not they want to allow an abortion, no different than how they just different states decide death penalties and things of that nature. So depending on where you live will depend on your access to whether or not you can have an abortion. And you can pretty much determine by write down political lines, red Mm -hmm. states are going to be really, really restrictive and women are not going to be able to have abortions there. And blue states are going to obviously have a more liberal stance and women will have access to an abortion. That's the impact of this, that it will be 50 different rules across 50 different states about a woman and her body and her choice. Right, and then the funny thing about it, if they do overturn it, immediately 20 states are have abortion laws that have been on file before Roe versus Wade that will immediately go in effect. And Michigan is one of those states. I read about that. I was like, damn, you know, but, you know, Governor Whitmer like, oh, no, we're going to, we're going to um, draft a bill if that happens so that women still have the right to choose. And I'm, I'm, with, I'm, with, the, I'm with you, Daniel. I think I'm with you, rather. If it's not your body, we have nothing to do with that shit. I mean, you know what I'm saying? How can a man tell anybody to do what they do with their body? It's not my, what you eat don't make me shit, okay? If you want to have an abortion, that's on you. It ain't got nothing to do with me. So people who are making these regulations on women's bodies, it's just it's fucking ridiculous. I, I a better word. <laughs> so I, I'll, I'll take it a step further. I, I think it's more, it's not just a man making a decision. Oftentimes that's how we have it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think a, a room full of women should make a decision either about what oh, I, I agree. do with I agree. my body, right? Right, right. right. Um, women just haven't had that type of access to be able to do it. But what I find interesting about this whole thing with the Supreme Court is that the story has become who leaked the opinion, who leaked it, what happened, who did this. And that, again, to me, is a a, a magic trick because that's not important. We don't care who leaked it. What you're getting ready to do is you're getting ready to say what we thought was done and settled is no longer. So my concern is then what's next? Right. Because they're coming for what's next, right? So what are we going to do next? I personally think Clarence Thomas's wife leaked it, but that's just Miss Chris's conspiracy <laughs> theory. I, I, she done leaked every damn thing else, hell. For sure. Dude, so yeah, that don't would me, surprise me. Don't get me started on Clarence. You, we might get canceled. So, <laughs> for sure. For sure. I, just, I, actually, actually, whatever. Figured out to say. I was thinking to myself the other day, you know, I never wish ill will upon anybody, but if one of the Supreme Court justice were to fall ill and pass or something like that, I'm like, you know what? Might as well be Clarence because that nigga is useless. <laughs> Hold on, Joe. I thought he wasn't a nigga. He's not. 
<laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he, but he's he's worthless and useless. I actually <laughs> hope he could he could care less, but if this ever reaches him, Gerald R. Conway. <laughs> what does right the R there? stand for? Oh, we're not gonna get into that. Rambunctious. Ram, that's what I'm about to say. We, see, we were both saying it at the same time. Rambunctious. That's right. Oh, man. So that means we've really known each other too long. Though, and, and we've talked about this a little bit on our last show. Like we, we hinted at it, and, and it's coming to fruition, right? So you have all these very Republican states say, you know, we want to protect children. We want to protect children. So Mississippi, who where this case is from, um, they, they're literally like, this is not any, like me being the typical exaggerator. They are literally dead last in, in state rankings for overall health care, health and welfare of <laughs> yeah. children, like yeah. fucking dead last. And yeah. all the, and all the indicators that will measure how well children do in your state, they are fucking last. Them so in, in Kentucky, right behind them, the two words. For sure. So let's <laughs> be clear. Words. This isn't about saving or protecting children, because if so, then you would you wouldn't have the infant mortality rates you did. You wouldn't have right. the more, you know, you wouldn't have all of these indicators mm -hmm. that as a community they're failing their children, right? They would you would see them investing in their children. You would see quality schools, you would see quality health care, you would see quality programming, you would see them be a top state. No. What you see is what they are. They don't give a fuck. And they're going to push this, I think it's right wing evangelist, like ridiculous control. It's not about children. Right. Exactly. They don't care about the kids. So let's be clear. They do not care about the kids. It's about solely about control and really like gearing up a base to <laughs> what really cracked me up about this was the two senators that actually voted, the two Republican senators that actually voted for two of the Supreme Court, they were stunned that that's how they thought. You know, they were like, oh my God, they assured me that they were, you know, were not gonna touch Roe versus Wade. And I'm like, y'all got to be the dumbest. Like, girl, you got played. <laughs> right. They're just telling you what they wanna hear so they can get right. on the court. But these ooh, people ooh. are who they are. Was it Joe Manchin? No, these are these are Republican senators. Oh, okay. so was, I'm just um, saying, I Murkowski and, and Collins, who typically um, will vote Republican, but they also support some Democratic policies. But they they're I, they're stunned. They're like, oh my god, I talked right. to these guys and they said that this was not going to happen. Like, dude, shut up. Right. Amy you Coney, got you can't be this fucking stupid. Amy Coney Barrett, she wrote a whole uh, dissertation against abortion. Yeah. Oh, for sure. She's a devout. She's a devout Catholic. She well, Trump. So here's the thing: when Trump said he was nominating her, or nominating a, the person, he was looking for someone with conservative religious values. That was his barometer. No different than Biden said he was looking for a black woman. They, they, those were the demographics and characteristics that they were saying that they wanted, um, and that's what he got in her. I mean, that's exactly what he got. And if yeah. you believe for one minute she's not gonna over vote to overturn, they all are. Yeah. And that's oh, the, that's uh -huh. the consequence of an election. Yeah, that's politics one on one. Though I'm gonna promise you everything and deliver nothing. <laughs> but I, but to your point though, too, Dench, I don't know if if people weren't paying attention 
it was that in terms of what Trump was doing with the Supreme Court justices. I think a lot of people were. It was just that he was once he was in office, there was nothing that could be done about it. Now, mm -hmm. what they weren't paying attention to was the makeup of the Senate and the Congress, which could have, <laughs> yeah. which could have thwarted those efforts by said president. That's just my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. So. And that's why we got to get out and vote. Um, no, not not just that though. Trump unprecedentedly appointed many, many, many federal judges to federal positions who mm -hmm. had to eventually weigh in on this mm -hmm. in order for it to get to the Supreme Court. I mean, you oftentimes hear people be like, "Oh, you sold me a lemon. I'm gonna sue your ass in the Supreme Court." Right? It don't work like right. that. Like the right. Supreme <laughs> Court has to agree to take your case and they get I'm sure hundreds of thousands of cases and they take mm -hmm. maybe 10 a year, whatever. Mm -hmm. But the, what I'm saying, the plan was all along. They got the right local prosecutor. They mm -hmm. got the right legislature. They got the right state Supreme court. They got the right federal. So all these, the, the, it's a domino. The ducks were in a row. Oh, no, so that's what that. I'm saying, right? And we're nobody's kind of paying attention to your local election. Nobody's thinking about who's your local like right now. Right. So Mm -hmm. If you're talking about Metro Detroit, if, if this law goes into effect, mm -hmm. is Kim Worthy going to prosecute abortion? Right, right. Is Jessica, I mean, not, um, like, is Oakland County prosecutor, they're going to prosecute? We don't know that. Well, People yeah, probably didn't think about that. Yeah, well, no, that's what I said. I, didn't, I don't know if you heard me. I said we needed to pay closer attention to the other elections. Like, that's why, I, that's, that was the point I was trying to make. I think People realize, like, once Trump was in office, for instance, you can no longer stop him from appointing. You can't stop him from appointing people. The only way that you can ensure that there are checks and balances is if you go vote in the other elections to prevent those other individuals from being elected to, to such positions. Or, like I said, if you make sure that the that the Senate and Congress or the House, whatever you, you want to say, is 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 bipartisan enough to have checks and balances for things of that nature. But once again, that's 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 my opinion. Like I, I paid attention. That's why when he got voted in the office, I can tell you, I literally, I was off the next day of work. I remember going to sleep in disbelief, and I didn't leave my room until like six o'clock p.m. the next day. Like I was in the bed still because I was just stunned, and I wasn't stunned so much that he had won. I was stunned at the fact that. The views that he espoused, which were so right. far right, so to speak, mm -hmm. that that many people were in lockstep with it. Now, as I got and, and don't get me wrong, what I miss, what, what I miscalculated was how much people hated Hillary. Like people did not necessarily like him, but they hated Hillary more than they disliked him. Yeah. So they voted. So they voted for him. But. I just couldn't wrap my mind around the fact that people were going to, that people would dislike a lady that much, or the a per, the, the uh, perception of having a not perception, the actual idea of having a woman president so much so that they would vote for a guy who espoused those views. Now, don't get me wrong, Trump says whatever it is he needs to say mm -hmm. to get whatever it is he needs to get. He don't give a damn about nobody but right. himself. If he thought that he could, if he thought that he needed to get up there and say fried chicken is the national food of the United States and he would have won, then he would have got his ass up there and said fried chicken. <laughs> and I love 
everybody black. Right. Right. <laughs> but you know, I, I just I, I to the point that you also talking about. I, my thing is this: <laughs> if we told, if we we'll use Clarence Thomas for example, mm. if somebody said, "Hey, Democrats are for black people, so all black people going forward must vote Democratic," that's unfair. Mm-hmm. Right. You have you have different viewpoints just because you are of a certain ethnic background doesn't mean you think the same as everybody else. So to say that women, for instance, in that matter, in this manner or this matter is what I meant to say, are forced to no longer have the right to 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 seek an abortion in, in particular states, for instance, mm-hmm. is absurd to me. It is your choice. I'm not saying I advocate abortion. I'm not telling you I'm against it. I'm saying it's everyone's personal or every every lady's personal choice. That is totally up to them. And then you don't know the circumstances. It, what, what cracks me up is how people who are pro-life, for instance, we'll just use that as an example, are like, oh, no, 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 no. Well, you don't know what people's circumstance and situation is. Like, and that doesn't mean that there isn't personal accountability, meaning like you need to take responsibility or accountability for laying down or doing the act which caused you to get, which caused you to become pregnant. However, everybody's situation is different. Like, you don't know what their situation is. Like, you're not going to come, although that's become the trend, to go, and I'm using Black people as an example, I'm not saying Black folks are the only people that get pregnant and have, and have children, but- no, Split down the middle. Yeah, but it's become a trend, of course, for white folks to be adopting black babies. But that's not typically the case. Like you not people ain't walking into South Dallas, Oak Cliff, the East Side of Detroit for Shaniqua, a Tay Tay Taquan that's had a that had her third child and can't take care of him, and they gonna say, you know what, <laughs> he can come live with me out here in Gross Point, or he can come live with me out here in Highland Park. Like that's just not happening. So. To me, you can't step in and try to take somebody's choice away. That's their choice. If that's what they want to do, so be it. That don't mean that you agree with it, but it's a whole bunch of stuff that people do that we don't necessarily agree with. So, you know, I just personally think it's ridiculous, but that's my personal take. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like to figure out what you said, it's so funny because the same people who who are pro-life, so to speak, as you said, is like, okay, you could, because uh, it's pro-life, but once the baby get here, Oh, well, you're on your own now. Skip it. Fuck it. Oh, no, we're going to cut welfare. We're going to cut. We're going to cut after school programs. We're going to once the child get here, there's nothing like they don't um, help enhance that child's life. It's like, oh, well, you got to struggle too. fuck it. Your mom shouldn't have slept. We didn't slept with slept with uh, the guy. And now you're pregnant. You just had the baby. No. That's being being responsible is if you know that you can't take care of it, not just don't take care of it. You're responsible enough to know that, okay, this is what my options are. These are my options. I'm going to exercise these options. That's, you know, I feel like everyone should be in control of their own body. You know what I'm saying? And then the other thing is, I saw this one sign, like some people are so stupid. They like, I don't want my tax dollars paying for abortion. Since when the hell did tax dollars pay for abortion? <laughs> I need me a couple, I need me a, a refund check if tax dollars is paying for abortions, okay? Need a couple, need me a couple G's if, if they uh if that's what they pay for, okay? <laughs> if the state paying for. 
you know, for sure. But <laughs> but your tax dollars can go 1.6 billion of them can go to Ukraine without right. a blink. Right. Um, but let's let's be clear, right? Mm-hmm. This this isn't about what's fair and what's not fair. Because mm-hmm. when have these United States ever created a rule that was fair to marginalized communities? Because that's what this is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Rich, wealthy, white people are going to continue to have access to abortion. Of course. If, I, if, if you if they live in Texas and they can't get an abortion, they're going to go where they can get an abortion. They're going to take access. A flight, right. <laughs> yeah. The people who are going to be harmed by this are the people who are often harmed by bad policies, which are mm-hmm. usually poor, mm-hmm. low socioeconomic minority communities that don't have access mm-hmm. um, or poor, low socioeconomic white communities that yeah, don't have that access. Same there. And, and none of those people are in our constituents that any of these people in Congress give a fuck about. Yep. And that's who this is going to impact. The, the truth be told, it, most of the people that can figure out how, if we couldn't get an abortion in Michigan, we could probably figure out how to get to Indiana or Illinois, wherever we could go to do oh, it. Yeah. But that's not going to be the story for millions of women. And right. that's the impact. And that's why nobody cares. It's no different than when we realized COVID was killing poor Black people. Right. Like, right. Ah, no, ah, we, we don't need to wear these masks. I'm all set. Right. right. Which is the other conundrum. Yep. We went through a whole two years mm-hmm. where they literally tried to kidnap the governor. Right. 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 Because they were like, my body, my choice. I'm exactly. not wearing a mask. Yes. I'm being oppressed. Right. Yes. I should never have to wear a mask. I should be able to choose. Right. School board meetings getting threatened to get shot the fuck up. People mm-hmm. getting personal protection orders. I mean, it's war out here about a mask. Mm-hmm. But a woman doesn't get to choose what she does with her body. Right. It's the most hypocritical <laughs> shit that I've ever heard. And it goes to show you it has nothing to do with children. It's about control. Man, we just and, and Jenny we... Thomas leaked this opinion. Yeah, can <laughs> you imagine if we tell white women that they can't get collagen injections? Oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, Lord have mercy. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Get out of here. Yeah. You know, oh man. I'm about to say that's all right though. See, what what we fail to realize as a people, now this is me talking sarcastically. See, we don't understand the opportunity is about to open up. See, now when if they do overturn Roe versus Wade, see, then I can make my spot in the basement called freezes, fallopian tube extractions. I got you. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we're gonna see how this plays out, but like, like Dandre said, that what's what's more, I mean, it's it's essentially what that what that opinion being leaked basically told us, which we kind of already knew that Roe v. Wade is essentially going to be overturned. So let's not even sugarcoat it. That's what's going to happen. So we might as well live in reality. But to Dandre's point, what what's scarier? is that Supreme Court justices are appointed for life unless something happens to them. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> if it does, then, then of course, you have the opportunity to maybe tilt the court a little bit, but I, we don't, I don't see that happening anytime soon, which means that, just like Dana said, we could be talking about affirmative action, we could be talking about civil rights, we could be talking about voting law, mm-hmm. all things that basically impact 
minorities and marginalized communities, which may go asunder here shortly based on what we've been seeing. So that, to me, that's the part that's most scary about all this. I mean, I, I don't, unfortunately, I don't see a way to stop it, but I can tell you this today, for instance, when I tell you I done got four text messages, as a matter of fact, let me pull one of them up. I done got at least four text messages. Yeah, you had to pay for four abortions today, dog? Uh -huh. <laughs> we say I got in the head. What did I say? You had to pay for four abortions today? <laughs> not, not in Texas, I didn't. So, so you ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> Maybe you did in Michigan. <laughs> but not here. But I've got yeah, he would be in the gas chamber if he got <laughs> right. oh lord. Right, right. Texas no. would take him my day with the firing squad. Didn't they right. Just, I say, somebody like, got firing squad in South Carolina somewhere? Right. Don't man. For sure. Right. No, no, listen, no. I got four Texans. Every house, this is one, this is how it reads. Every house Republican voted against protecting reproductive rights. Now draft opinion shows SCOTUS will overturn Roe v. Wade. We're calling for a historic surge to defeat the anti-choice GOP. Can we count on your immediate $11 to the DCCC <laughs> headquarters account to build the infrastructure needed to take them on? Dems.me slash 3KDTUT2. I've gotten, I'm serious. I've gotten three of those today. So, so let, me, let me say this, and this, this might be the final, this is my own personal opinion. The Republicans are gangsters, but right. Mm -hmm. and, and what I mean by that is it is like the family. It's, it's like you never go against the family. Right. Cause it doesn't matter how ridiculous that shit is, right. there is no dissension in the ranks. Nope. I don't give a fuck how stupid, how immoral, how unethical, there is no dissension in the ranks. Mm -hmm. And they push their agenda. If you look at Trump and um the Republic, they're, they're kind of like they push their agenda through. They want to overturn voting rights. That shit's on the Supreme Court docket. They want to overturn affirmative action. The Supreme Court is ruling on that this year. They want to overturn Roe versus Wade. That shit's on the docket. Up next, gay marriage. They're not fucking around. Democrats spend so much time trying to be democratic. Mm -hmm. That they get steamrolled over every time on this. When they go low, we go high. Yeah, and that ain't what's you. working. It's not what's working. You gonna have to get in the mud with them because they have no cut card. Facts zero. Facts. It is yeah. now. That's funny. You should say that. Speaking of being gangster as fuck and getting in the mud, <laughs> our boy Kevin Samuels, <laughs> he he went gangster and he got in the mud. He basically <laughs> said, "Damage, you are a throwaway woman. You ain't shit." You're a leftover woman. <laughs> leftover. His exact words were, "If you are 35 and, and unmarried, and unmarried, you are a leftover woman." I'm yeah. not 35. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Um, so give me more context to this. Is this on one of his dumbass shows? I just need to understand the context of how this came about. Yeah, it was one of his shows, as you like to say, one of his dumbass shows. And he said that if you are 35 and unmarried, that you are a leftover woman, that there is clearly something men will say that there's something wrong. Hey, I got the quote. Here it go. He said, if you have made to 35 and you are unmarried, 
You are a leftover woman. You are what is left. Men know that there is likely something wrong with you. Whether you want to hear it or not, I'm going to go there with you. I'm telling you the truth that you don't want to hear. Men know that there is likely something wrong with you, that you cannot be adjustable, adjustable six or higher. You cannot be an adjustable six or higher. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I forgot you put the, those numbers. Something is wrong with you. This is where men automatically come with it. And here's the thing. When you were between the ages of 22 and 25 and you didn't want to settle, you was trying to get the CEO, the pilot, the investment banker. You were trying to get flued out. <laughs> and they said that's what makes y'all leftover. They, them women, those women leftover women. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> well, I don't agree. Let me say no, that. I don't either. Like, like there are some there are some things that he says that are pertinent that I like actually say, well, no, he's right. I agree with that. I don't I don't agree with this. Now, one portion of the quote, though, I think we can all say that we know women who were like hot shit and they kept, you know, thinking the grass was green on the other side of the fence, for instance. Mm -hmm. And they kept saying, well, no, I'm not going to settle down now. I'm going to, you know, keep pushing to see if I can't find somebody bigger and better. Mm -hmm. And then they actually did get to, you know, they were fine at 25. Right. And then by 35, they started looking like the milk is sour. <laughs> they start they start like they start looking like Whitney. They start looking like Jasmine Guy off a different world. And you were like, ooh, no, I don't think oh no. Uh-uh. That but that's the that's to me, that's not the same. That's totally different. No. I mean, to say that a 35-year-old woman who is unmarried is a leftover woman to me is just a, a, is that's absurd like i just i can't um isn't he unmarried well he's been divorced twice as though so i mean you know and he's single now right he's he, he, hold up oh you know what before i say this i just want to apologize because i feel like i caused this on the last show i mentioned my boy Guy lefleur oh yeah <laughs> And Guy Lafleur ended up passing away shortly thereafter. So my condolences to Guy Lafleur, and I swear, I you know, I hope I didn't bring it about by, by using it. But you want to talk about Clarence Thomas a little bit more? No, no, no. Oh, I do actually. Good point. Yeah. Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas. <laughs> I hope you don't be stroking. Oh, look, or or, or, or maybe that. we do want him to be stroking. Not that stroking, but stroking. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we that do was... want the left side of his face to not move. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, that's definitely a good point. But what I was going to say. So one, my condolences to Guy and his family. But you brought up Kevin. And I'm also not sure that Kevin is not Guy. Little. <laughs> <laughs> well, what makes you say that? Uh, his mannerisms, like the way he the way he talks, some of the things that he says, like a man doesn't get like men don't get in the spats like he does with women, not straight men. Like he'd be like, hush, 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 hush. You're not gonna talk to me that way. Like I'm like, no. Like he's just clickbait. I think he just says shit like um, who was the the radio. Jock 
Howard oh, Stern. Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. Like he just says shit for the because he knows it's gonna generate some type of response in that way. I don't take him serious. I don't think he should be taken serious. Now, are there some people that are in are influenced by that and make decisions? Yeah. I'm sure there are. Yeah. I'm sure there are, but that's the world that we live in. That's the world that I mean. Michelle Obama wears a dress and is sold out because you know people just decide that she has what they wanted. That's just why he's just a clown, though. Like, how did you decide that thirty-five was the magic number? And that means that everyone, every woman that's over thirty-five, for whatever reason, is just a leftover. Leftover. Y'all are hiding readies in the refrigerator. <laughs> with no crazy bread. <laughs> no, no, actually with a lot of crazy bread. Right, with a lot of crazy bread. Matter of fact, oh, so uh, is the assumption that the women are all crazy. Is that what it is? You said something wrong with you. Something, you crazy. Something's wrong with okay. you. And they know it. And it can't be adjusted. He said if you're over, he said if you're over a seven or a six and you're 35 and not married, and his his that means that you there must be something wrong with you. And right. men. Men are aware of that, so they pass you by. Hey, this is what I said earlier. I was cracking a joke. I was like, yeah, he said y'all are the spaghetti inside the freezer in the Tupperware container with the red ring around it that you can't get out. That's what y'all are. <laughs> but, but there's such a hole and a fallacy in this because then that would presume that no woman over 35 gets married. Right, 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 right. And so, if you're just a leftover and men gonna pass you by, then ain't nobody 35 years old one day getting married because they consider leftovers, which we know is the furthest thing from the truth. Right. It's. I mean, this. Do people still watch this show? I don't. This is so ridiculous. Hey, that dude. He, he got a million retweets on that. Uh, on that. On that one right there on the leftover woman line. So somebody. But, but you know what? I will say right. <laughs> I could see this being, it, it doesn't impact me because I, I don't, I could not care less. Mm-hmm. But I do understand the hysteria that's amplified around women, particularly black women and, and the desire to be married and this perpetuation of a stereotype that if you're older or if you have you know children or whatever the case may be, that you're no longer worthy of a man, you know, holding you in honor and marrying you. And I think that that's problematic for a lot of women who very desperately want to be married. I think it's a a dangerous, a slippery slope for sure. What he said is, we also got to remember this key line. You're not going to get married. They're not going to marry a high value man. That's what they're not going to marry. He doesn't say you ain't going to marry Tommy down the street, Jojo up the block. Ray Ray and them from the hood. He said, you're not going to get 35 and up is not going to get a high value man. That's his appointment. So he's not saying I ain't going to get married. He just said, you ain't going to marry the banker, the CEO, the six figure and plus making do. Well, he didn't say, he did say that, but he did kind That's of. That's what his inference is. You yeah, know? he did. He he insinuated though that yeah. you like wouldn't get right. married at all. Like, like you said, or inferred. Like that's not, you right. Isn't, isn't there some. <sighs> What's the word? I don't know. I can't think of the word. You all have to fill it in. Mm-hmm. But at some point, doesn't that become a fallacy of, 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 of return, like a diminished of return, right? Because mm-hmm. I might be 35 and not be married, but it might be a completely different scenario if I'm 50 or yeah. 55 and there's a high value man, right? Mm-hmm. He may be right. divorced. I may be divorced or whatever the case may be. Isn't that Delta a little bit different? 
So you can't just say over 35, you're done. You have people every day in their late 56 meeting and marrying. Shit, Jeff Bezos' girlfriend is over 35. <laughs> right, right. I mean, what are we talking about here? Right, that's true. and I, I I would assume he would consider Bezos a high value man, right? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. But she over thirty five. Yeah. Oh no, I agree. That's why I said I think that was just. I mean, some stuff he says, like I said, has to be validity. But but I can I see the potential danger in it, right? Because it is a constant thing regarding black people, black women in particular. Mm-hmm. We are least likely to get married. We are in terms of those type of indicators our white Hispanic peers are more likely to get married than black women. There's multiple reasons why that is. It's not one, there's no one single reason, but I do think it perpetuates the stereotype of the, the, the unworthiness of a black woman. And I, it, he's just dangerous. And I've always said he was dangerous and I continue to think that he's dangerous. I mean, now, I, so I did see one though, where he was, <laughs> Sometimes he does pre- preach some uh, realism. Like there was this one lady who was like five, five. And she said that she was like, she said she was 165, but she clearly was not 165. You can see that that was not the case. And she had two kids, I think. Two different baby she, daddies? Huh? Was it two different baby daddies? I think it may have been the same. Don't don't start that shit, Freeze. Not yeah, I think I think it may have been the same, but she was like seriously, and I'm not trying to clown. She really was like at, at the best, she was average looking. Mm-hmm. She like hadn't grad. She I think she only had a high school like degree. And he and she was like, Yeah, I feel like if I talk to another average guy, like I'm lowering my standards. I'd be settling. <laughs> he was like, what? And I, so for stuff like that, I agree. He's like, it's nothing wrong. He's like, man, like you five, five, you say you 165. I don't know if I believe that, <laughs> but let's just go with that. He was like, and you, you know, you like your average. Like he was like, it's nothing wrong with being average. He's like, but there's also nothing wrong with you. Like, settling down with an average man he was like there's nothing wrong with that he was like so you're saying you're settling or that's beneath you like that also prevents you from getting married because if you're looking for somebody in this upper echelon and you're here the likelihood of you getting that person in the upper echelon is slim to none and that i do agree with like when he says that type of stuff you have to be realistic about yourself. Now, that doesn't have anything to do with self-esteem and thinking that you like, you know, fine or pretty or handsome. Like you should have self-esteem, but you also need to be a little bit realistic. Like he said, he was like, first of all, as soon as a high value man took you into the room, you would be disqualified based on that big ass chest tattoo. (laughs) And I'm like, He's right. <laughs> like, you know, on some stuff, I'm like, no, that's correct. Like, if he took See, you into the room. I, I don't know about this. I think people like what they like. And I'm going to say that too. It, Thank it, you, Daddy. Yeah. I think people like what they like. And you can't say because somebody is 5'5, five, five, 165, that that's going to automatically disqualify he or she. 165. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what she said. Okay, 5'5, five, five, 180. You can't automatically do that because it was. It's um, linebacker. 
and there was a dance, whatever. Uh, Mookie Betts was at a basketball game and he had his wife with him. Mm-hmm. And she's a heavier set girl, right? So you don't mm-hmm. know who Mookie Betts is. He plays basketball. Baseball. I mean, he plays baseball. Yeah. Um, I think he's a pretty, one of the largest contracts in baseball history. But she's a pretty heavy set girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying pretty and cute, but I'm saying she's just heavy set in that way. And the comments when they took a picture and posed, it was like, oh my God, he could do better and this, that. And I'm like, but how can you decide what, what works for him? Right. Right. You can't make a decision. This is who he married her. There is right. no question about his decision to be or not to be with her. No, she's not model size. And that was okay for him. So mm-hmm. to just have these blanket dispositions like, oh, because you're this high in this age, it automatically disqualifies you. You don't know that. You don't know well, what it, people it doesn't, auto- do. it, it, it doesn't automatically disqualify you, but there's a very low percentage. Okay. It's just like everybody that plays basketball ain't going to make it to the NBA, right? Everybody play basketball in high school or college ain't going to make it. That's a small percentage is. And I'm not, to, I'm not trying to tell you that what you said is wrong. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying that an individual that has certain statistics, we'll just leave it at that, that is looking for a, looking for a, a, a man that makes a certain amount of money that does this, that does that, that man is typically looking for a woman of a certain level or ilk or like cultural cultural status. His wife might be heavyset, but probably also can take her to whatever situation and she knows how to function, she knows how to act. Like, and I'm not saying old girl didn't. I'm just saying those are all other prerequisites. I don't know Mookie Betts' wife. Man, y'all be giving these dudes way too much credit. Who said they know how to fucking act? (laughs) What are we talking about? I didn't say, I didn't say, I didn't say they know how to fucking act, but they got fucking act money. So it doesn't matter how they know how to fucking act. (sighs) Okay. I didn't say, I'm not telling you I agree with it. I'm just telling you that's what it is. I didn't say that I'm like, that's like, I'm like, oh yeah, that's how I'm I'm not saying that at all. Mm. Yeah, but money don't buy you class. Money doesn't buy you. It doesn't mean you can walk in a room and hold yourself up just because you have money. We see that every day. I agree. I'm just still what we're talking about though here is a dynamic between men and women and quote unquote high value men, men that make a certain amount of money. Now, I'm not trying to tell you that you won't see a dude that's that's doing very, very well with a lady that you may not think is, quote unquote, I mean, that the general public may not think is up to their standards, you very well may see that. I'm just saying that that's going to, it's going to be a small percentage of those individuals of that group that you see like that. That's all. Hey. Okay. As long as you got two baby daddies, you're cool with me. <laughs> I mean, how is that different than you were left over at 35? It's hey. the same thing. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's not yes, the same thing. Two baby daddies. Yes, you can yes, be. You can is. be. No, it's not. You can be thirty-five, and and very. You can you can be thirty-five, be very classy. You may have had one kid. You may have no kids at thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Just use that as an example. You may have a college degree. You may have a very good job. You just may be a lady who has decided that you didn't. You hadn't found what you were looking for yet. Right. That doesn't mean just because you turned 35. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying freezes exclusionary automatic exclusionary rule. If you have two baby daddies, 
is no different than Samuel's exclusionary rule of you over 35 and unmarried, you're elected. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, that's his argument. It's I'm not the same because you could be over 35 with four kids and one baby daddy, and I'm cool with that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you can have four kids, one baby daddy, and be 38 years old, and I'm cool with that. I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? All the all the four little baby kids got the same last name. I'm cool with that. Uh, well, uh, I don't dare to listen. say it right now. It's like I, I, I mean, I, I'm just not even gonna respond. I'm just not gonna respond. Listen, what would surprise me, you know, what would surprise me is if one of these days Kevin gets uh, bum rushed and tackled on the street <laughs> by by some unsuspecting women or one woman or a someone that of the well, no, I won't say that, but. That wouldn't surprise me. Now, that is a segue, people. Yes, just in is. case you were, in case you were wondering, but also hot off the presses last night, our boy Dave Chappelle was performing in Hollywood, and as he was in the middle of his set, a young man—I forget his first name, last name—Isaiah. Isaiah, yeah, I don't know how I forgot that. Isaiah Lee hopped up on the stage and charged him and, and tried to tackle him. That was unfortunate for Isaiah because the ass whooping that he took, the memes that have been circulating today, good lord, I saw one. I saw one that's it was it was the uh, it was the Ghetto Boys. Yeah, the Trump. Ghetto Boys cover. <laughs> Where Bushwick Bill was on the gurney. Oh. With oh, Scarface okay. and Willie D said we can't be stopped when Bushwick <laughs> lost his eye. Is, is this was this because I saw a video where the he was like on a and hit like his arm was like twisted or something. Yeah, it correct. was like okay, so that's what this okay. I'm I'm with you. Yeah. yeah, so so he got he got his ass kicked, but uh yeah, I guess the thing here is. Which is which is interesting. Well, it's a whole, it's a bunch of other moving parts that I mean. Dave, Dave, even in light of that, he was still hilarious. He was like, I'm, I'm glad the motherfucker was clumsy. Because <laughs> he missed me. Then he said, then he's talking again. He said, damn, I'm gonna continue with the show. He's back there getting stomped out right now. Yeah, right. 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 Hey, you guess who stomped him out though? Yeah, uh, Jamie Foxx and, and Buster uh, Rhymes. Buster Rhymes. <laughs> oh, I thought it was his entourage that did. No, that. it was. Yeah. Well, they they Maybe. did too. Yeah, they, they did too. But the yeah. other two, but I like dog. I love Buster Rhymes. One of my favorite MCs. But well, niggas with, with, ah, whipping your ass, dog. <laughs> so did he come? Because I I read that he came back on the stage and was like, I just had a stumping nigga in, in, in the back in like in the back <laughs> Like what happened? Yeah. So believe, I mean, is got, there a motive? Do we know why is this the Chris Rock well, effect? We, like we, what's we, happening? Well, I, 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 and guess what else happened? Chris Rock, Chris Rock grabbed the mic and said, "Who, who was that? Was that Will Smith?" Yeah. <laughs> Chris Rock was there. Wait, so he made a joke about it too? Yes, yes. he was there. He was there. Yeah. He grabbed well, that's mic. all he can do because I mean it's it's, yeah. it's such a I mean it was so humbling what happened to him. It's, it's all he can do is make a joke about it. That's but it. This, but this dude, 
uh, Isaiah that we're talking about that that charge state he we do not they do not know if there's a motive yet. However, he did make a rap song, quote unquote. Oh, right oh wait, it, it is he? Yes. Is oh yes. no? Yes. No. For my for our listening audience, just in case you were wondering, what Daniel's asking, she wanted to know if he was African American. Yeah, <laughs> he is. Yes. You, know, you and your people been really disappointing me lately. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he was black. Yeah, yeah they've like, been disappointing the, me too. The, yeah. the dude, they've shot up the goddamn subway. That felt. I was like, oh, white, 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 white. Yeah, lighting off smoke bombs and all that type of tactical. I was like, oh, black person wouldn't plan that much. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and hold on. And to Isaiah credit, he had a gun, right? But it was a gun with a knife. Like, it doesn't shoot bullets. It pulls. It shoots a knife out. Black people don't usually have those kind of weapons. But what, you, what you're basically telling me is he went and got a gun from the Civil War with the bayonet <laughs> on it. No, it was, a, it was a, actually a handgun, like a nine millimeter. But it doesn't shoot bullets. The knife shoots out the barrel, and you can stab him with the gun. Yeah, like I said, like I said, he had a civil war weapon. <laughs> Did yes. you say he had a bayonet? Yeah, <laughs> he just he like, had just like generally. Yeah, he had just finished watching Glory. You're right. He decided he was going to the show. You hell fifty four. That nigga was in the front talking about, oh my lord, lord, right. lord, lord. <laughs> yeah. But yes. I guess I don't understand how this guy was able to breach the stage because like where's security? That that's the part I don't understand. Cause it was also who's the guy that does Ted Lasso? I can't think of the actor's oh, name. I can't think of the name is my man. But what he's getting him? he's getting a divorce. Jason and he, his wife got served on stage. Yeah. Like while she and I'm like, where's security? How is this possible? And that process server, uh, he earned every bit of that fifty. Yeah, he did, that. right. <laughs> oh. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but no, I, I mean, so we still don't know. But I, I but now, here's see, the here's the crazy thing, though. I think that dude that rushed Dave Chappelle, he could probably sue them. Nah, yeah, nah. He could probably sue them. Yeah. They stumped he they have Dave Chappelle on tape saying they back there stumping him. That they were yeah, there was no harm to you have, but when you have a gun on you have a weapon on you, that changes that whole scenario. Oh, we we he just determined it was a bayonet. But it was a weapon though. That's a weapon. When you have a weapon on you, whatever beat down you get, that's on you. You ain't winning that court because what, what jury gonna agree with you? Nigga, you, you got beat up by niggas with no guns. And you had a, a slash knife, a bayonet, man, man, ain't no jury in the world. <laughs> I got y'all saying bayonet. I'm <laughs> 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 just saying, ain't nobody going to convict that dude. He was stupid. Uh-huh. And he did it for clout, man. That's what I understand. Quit clout chasing, y'all. Quit clout chasing. Well, we don't know why he did it. I we think don't know clout we- chasing. You already had a song a couple of years ago called Dave Chappelle. So what would he, clout chasing? He did that for clout chasing. I'm telling you now. And, and to answer your question, Dan, he was right on this. If you watch the video, he was at the front of the stage on the side. He just hopped up there and sprinted. Yeah, he did sprint. That's what he did. And you can see Dave kind of like look a little bit. And he, I mean, he knocked him down, but he didn't get him like he could have, like, you know. Yeah. He didn't get him like he could have got him. 
if he really knew what well, he was doing. It, it's so funny because speaking of clout chasing, did y'all see the thing with Drake today? Oh, that's what, yes. Thank you for bringing that up. Yes. No, y'all got to fill me in. I missed it. Champagne <laughs> poppy, boy. <laughs> so it, it, this is real. It's a really quick recap. Essentially, um, someone made the statement that John Morant's dad is irritating, and they remind, and he reminds them of LeVar Ball. Mm-hmm. And obviously, John Morant's dad's T. Morant, and LeVar Ball obviously is the father of the Ball brothers. Mm-hmm. And um, both of these are very passionate fathers about their children, right? Mm-hmm. They. Um, both their sons have excelled or all of their sons have excelled in the NBA in, in different ways, whatever. So Drake, you know, responds to the post like, hey, if my son, you know, got to the level of Jai or the bar or, or Zoe or whatever, I would be just as excited and, um, you know, even if my son was in a Rubik's Cube, right, you know, yeah. competition, I'm going all out. I'm going to be just like them. Mm-hmm. So this troll, I don't know, a nobody, whatever, comes for Drake and was like, yeah, your son gonna be playing with the Ghost Riders or something, right? right? Yeah, so, he'll probably play with Ghost Riders. <laughs> he'll probably play with Ghost Riders. <laughs> so, of course, you know, Drake, you know, he takes that very personal and he then slides in his wife's DM. Oh, no, you, no, no. First, he put up a message saying, hey, I just friended your wife. I just friended your wife. It, it looked like she probably needs some excitement in her life. <laughs> He put that down <laughs> yes, first. Yes, he did. <laughs> for sure. So he does. He 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 requests his wife, this man's wife's uh, friendship on what, I don't know, Instagram. Yes. Of course she accepts. Yeah. He then is now in her DMs like, hey, ma, um, I'm here for you. Right, yes. And so the dude, like, at first he thought it was funny, but I don't think he thought it was funny at the end because I looked not too long ago and it was like, yeah, his page is gone like just deactivated <laughs> the, the wife had to shut her page down the shit wasn't funny no more it was not funny he was like what was oh. funny his last tweet before he shut it down was if i wake up in the morning and my wife on air drake 767 i'm like i'm gone <laughs> you know no, he went he went to go he came for his came for that man wife and i think she was like so what you talking about right right <laughs> <laughs> she gave him the eyes. She was like, Champagne Drive, Bobby, he's following me. And she gave the eyes, dog. <laughs> I wish you yeah, I missed I missed that bit of excitement today, <laughs> but I probably missed it because he shut his ass down so quickly. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. They had to shut his little page down with him and his 800 followers. I mean, he was infamous for a minute. Yeah, and then uh, it just, it, it was done by that point. What Once dude slid into your wife DMs and she yeah, gave him the eyes, you had to go. Right. You yeah. yeah, you, you gotta go. It reminds me of that Chris Brown and Wheezy song. When a rich nigga won't you, won't you, babe? There's nothing you can do for you. Hey, they had the house. He had the house, <laughs> had the house right now. Like, surely that's fucked up. I can't believe why don't you do some shit like that? Got me out here looking crazy. Right. <laughs> Yeah. But now I got a question for you guys though. So do we think do you think that what happened to Dave Chappelle last night had anything at all to do with Will Smith walking up and, and hitting Chris Rock? And by that I mean did it make it did it make it more of something that people who like 
think like that would be like, you know what, I could pull that off too. I mean, I granted it wasn't at an you know awards ceremony and something of that nature, but I'm just wondering, what do you all think? I would say this. I'm thinking, because after old girl got tackled at the uh, Minnesota game or whatever, I'm thinking it should discourage people because real guards are on that shit. Because remember old girl that tried to run on the floor and she caught her ass before she right when she got the floor? <laughs> the uh, security guard. I think the security guards are more on edge now about it. So I don't think anybody else should try that shit. You know what I'm saying? And especially after this beatdown, I think it's going to make people think twice. But was he influenced by Will Smith? I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I need more. I need more information. I think Dave Chappelle, and I like Dave Chappelle, but I think Dave Chappelle does a good job of saying, fuck you. Yeah. Um, yes. I think he does a wonderful job of saying, fuck you. Fuck you. It's higher, you know, um, community. And so you have, I have no idea what could have, it could be a multitude of things that set somebody off with regarding Dave Chappelle. So to your point, to your point about him saying, fuck you and fuck your whole community, his last statement after it happened, he was like, it was a trans man. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. He, he it's like, he talked about that. He was like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not cowtown. And that's what I like about that. He's yeah, like, yeah. I, fuck it. I'll walk away from 50 million, but you go, I'm going to be who exactly who I am. Yeah, and there's not funny. enough people like that in this world to be able to have their, well, let me be clear. It's not enough people like that that have power and have taken their power to be able to do and say what they want without consequence. Um, Cause we see Republicans do it all the time. Right. But I say all that to say, um, I like that about Dave. He's like, fuck you. I'm not, I mean, people got all up in arms because he said gender was a fact and they wanted to cancel his show and they wanted to do this. And, you know, he talked about it. He was like, I, I did not say I would meet with them, but I would if they, on my terms. Yep. I'm I'm not, yeah, on my terms, this is how we gonna meet. Um, and that may or may not change your opinion. He was like, but you don't get to tell me how I can feel. Right. Just like I don't tell you. And I think I mean, he he has his right to that opinion, just like people have a right not to wear a mask. But we don't want to go there, though. Right. Just like right. women have the right to one abortion or not. Yeah, I'm putting it in. Facts. You know, these motherfuckers. Hey, I thought about something else. <laughs> if that had been if that had been a white person that rushed Dave Chappelle, do um, we think he would have got his ass whooped like that? Hell yeah. I think he got his ass whooped worse. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> Remember when uh, speaking of Chris so. Rock, though, it, Chris Rock so. and the abortion, like at his stand up, this is probably one of his first or second stand ups. And he was talking about how he hang out at abortion rallies. He was like, oh, yeah. I, he was like, I'm at all the pro choice rallies. He's like, because you know they fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I met every single one of them. I said, you know what? Oh man, hey So they loaded up the truck and they headed to pro-abortion valley. <laughs> <laughs> Planned Parenthood. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's go. Y'all got no damn sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. 
And don't run up on comedians on stage. Not comedians <laughs> on nobody on stage. Nobody. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny though, the thing when you say can be black too, that's another thing. Nobody ran up on um a man from Seinfeld who said, it's a nigger, it's a nigger. They ain't run up on him. <laughs> that's that's because it was all white people. <laughs> that's right. That's true. It's yeah, the one black so. guy. Yeah, yeah. he done that. You're right. Yeah, he wouldn't have done that. <laughs> Michael Richard, that's what it was. Yeah. 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 All right, man. That's a good good take. Go vote. Don't run up on nobody. And don't forget to follow us at Talk That Shit with three H's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Holla at us. Listen to our stuff. Share it. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. You know what I'm saying? We getting some good listeners. We getting, we growing every day. So I really appreciate that. Let's grow even bigger this year. You know what I'm saying? And, and don't be going to abortion rallies with bad intentions. Shit. No, I just booked my ticket as we were talking. <laughs> Man, I, I would also that. like to say, based on what you said uh, earlier, Daniels, I would like to mention Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, <laughs> and Clarence Thomas, Clarence Thomas, Clarence Thomas, Clarence Thomas. And May. You need a you need a board. What's the Ouija board? Hold on. And may Guy Lafleur rest, rest in peace. Right. Oh man. Y'all be good, man. Let me say, y'all. <laughs>